0: is ABC coming at you live blog talk radio. Um, from my lovely studio here in Kent, Washington, welcome to the ABC podcast where I take modern dating and I disembowel it for your entertainment. And if you want to call in, the number is area code 563 999 3596. 563 999 3596. If you want, Call in with your questions, comments, concerns. If you need advice, that's why I'm here. That's why I do this. However, don't really get a whole lot of calls here for people that need advice. So I guess your lives are just absolutely peachy keen. Or you're just shy about calling. That's cool. Hey, this is a monologue-style show anyway. So, if you don't want to call in, sit back, enjoy the monologue. Well, today. The thing is, today probably won't be much of a monologue. Uh, because, like, do kind of want to do some reacts here? Now I get it. Video reacts on radio are just you know sometimes they're no bueno, right? Video reacts are better for like things like YouTube. And TikTok. Can I get that right? However, every now and then, if you're on a if you're on a radio show, you need to play some clips and things like that to get your point across. And so you know, when there's video, when there's audio in the video and stuff, and you got to kind of. Put it into a little more context than normal. Then you know, that's what you have to kind of do, but and you have to be willing to do that as well. So we're going to do that. So today I'm going to try to get some. Um, I'm going to try to get some reacts, and hopefully, hopefully they'll get through. Hopefully, hopefully I set it up right so that you know so that it'll work. So we'll do that today. But first. You know, the last forty-eight hours I learned a lot about the mentality of modern women. I did, I really did. And the Valerie Bertinelli thing kinda of sent me into a sent me into a, a a pattern of just of I don't know, I don't I wouldn't call it philosophy, philosophize or philosophy or whatever. But I found myself thinking about a whole lot of it spurred it just spurred a lot of curiosity and just a lot of thinking about what it is that's going on out there as far as modern women are concerned. And it really helped to learn the psychology behind the whole thing and why it is that modern women do what they do. Because it's interesting. And another thing that I kind of came up with, and y'all help me out. Maybe you tell me if I'm right or wrong about this. This is another conclusion that I just that I drew while I was actually while I was at work yesterday between between doing what I was doing doing what I was doing on my job and watching Washington lose. That's the other thing. Washington lost. I don't know. They just weren't prepared for the game. I get that the coach did a crappy job preparing his Huskies for the game, and it seems like that's just that's just par for the course for this coach. Yeah, he, he'll prepare his team for um for conference play or whatever. But when it comes to out of conference play, yeah. So we'll see what happens when he when he gets to the Big Ten and he has to deal with again Michigan. He has to deal with Ohio State, he has to deal with Penn State, he has to deal with Iowa. So we'll see. He's not gonna see he's gonna beat Purdue, he's gonna beat Indiana. Iowa State's going to be a problem. Well, I was—I don't know if Iowa State's going to be Ten, but um, but he's going to beat Purdue. He's going to beat Indiana. He's going to beat Northwestern. But what's going to happen when he has to face Michigan? He has to face Ohio State. He has to face Penn State. Um, so and then Oregon's coming over, so he has to deal with Oregon. So, I tell all these coaches, I tell, I tell, um. I tell the coach of Washington, I keep forgetting his name, but I tell him and I tell, what's his name at USC? Please prepare your kids for these games and do whatever it is you have to do to teach them that, actually not to teach them because they already know football. They're very good at what they do. But condition them and make sure they're ready for the fight. You know, you can learn to fight, but are you conditioned for the fight? that's the thing, because if you you know how to fight but you're not conditioned for it, you're going to lose every time and that's what happened with Washington Washington, they knew how to play but they weren't conditioned for the fight and they got their butts handed to them anyway, didn't mean to go off on that rant, but first was about the things that I learned and one of the things that I learned, I need you guys to help me out with this is um, I feel like I hate using that term I feel like, but I literally feel like Modern women, because there are I feel like modern women look for look for guys with money for a reason before it wasn't so before it was I would marry somebody I know, usually a high school sweetheart, we come up together, we're best friends, we fall in love, we get married, we have a family, you know he goes off to his job, he gets a job, he goes off to his job um at the plant or at the or at the station or you know whatever he chooses to be his job at the bank or whatever you know whatever he chooses to be his job maybe he starts his own business I don't know but back when back in the 50s and 40s and 30s that's what it was about and he came home and again remember this is back in the day when this was back in the day when one one income could take care of a lot of things. They can take care of a family buy a house get a car the cats, dog, maybe, I don't know, whatever the kids, they two kids, a cat, have a white house, house white picket fence, middle classes, all that. Because, again, America's making enough money so that the fact that one paycheck could take care of everything. And the economy was what it was with. This is back when the, gold, the dollar was actually backed by gold before the government unceremoniously uncoupled the dollar from gold. This is way back before then. That was actually the dumbest dumbest economic policy ever. But um, anyway, back then, that's that's what it was, right? Women didn't have to worry about her future because when she got married, her future was set. Her future was going to be good. She was going to. She would die. When she died, she she didn't die alone, and she had what she she had what she had. She had security. And then with the fam- and then with her husband, she raised a family. So the family, plus the security and the finances, those are all set, right? Today's woman, the problem is this, and well, one of the problem, one of the problems is this. And please feel free to tell me if I'm wrong. As a matter of fact, where is my? Oh, um, did I accidentally close something out that I shouldn't have? No, I didn't. It's actually right here. Oh, because I minimize it. Yay. Okay. Somebody, okay, so if, come by my page or whatever, Facebook, or leave a comment on a blog, it doesn't matter. tell Tell me if I'm right or wrong with this. Here's the problem as I see it today. And it goes back to something I said, I think, yesterday. Nowadays, the future isn't set. Whereas a man, whereas a man can set his future, right? Because with the job he gets, it comes with benefits and things like that. So he has medical, he has dental. But a man is more inclined to invest his money in things that have returns. This is why more men have um, financial portfolios than women. The problem is women don't have financial portfolios. They're not interested in financial portfolios for whatever reason. I think because, and I think it's because, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's because that they're still holding on to this dream that they're going to find that man that's going to take care of them have the family, have the house, and the, so I can have kids. He's going to buy the house. He's going to buy the car. He's going to have the kids. And just like back in the fifties, the 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 thing that it's going to be set. The future's going to be set. But the problem is the times are different. This is what they call what is it? The temporal. I forget the temporal fallacy or something like that. Where or legacy fallacy? Fallacy. Some it's it's the name of a fallacy where just because that's how it was. It doesn't work now. Just because that's how it was, that's not how it is now. So it's not going to work, right? But you're still working as, as if that's how it was. It is not how it was. It's how it is. And how it is is y'all Need to women need women are more than women are in the workforce than ever before, right? And that comes with its own set of issues that I'll be hammering out the, throughout the run of this show. Women more women than ever in the workforce. Yet, not a lot of women secure the future. And the bigger, well, not a bigger, well, a bigger problem that I see, especially among black women, is the fact that they don't like, black women don't like being worker bees. And if if they aren't, they work for the government, which I guess is okay. But I mean, as far as you don't see a whole lot of black women doing, I wouldn't say labor intensive work. But there are a lot of black women out there that like to start their own business. Either they try to start their own businesses and fail, or they start little businesses like consulting firms or, I don't know, hair, something doing hair, like some kind of cosmetology thing. They open up a little shop. Making a meager amount. They don't do anything. They don't go out and do anything bold, right? The, the number of black women in STEM that's really minute, is minuscule, right? So they don't do anything that go that makes a lot of money. You don't see a lot of black women in manufacturing or anything like that. And especially you don't see a lot of black women in dangerous jobs that come with the hazard pay. That being said, the thing that I see is not, it's across the board, I'm not, it's not to pick on black women, but across the board, I, there's just not a lot of women who put their money into other other means, other streams of income. And I think it's because they'd rather save their money and spend it on themselves. And again, when I go back to, when I go back to, it, and problem the gets, problem gets more pronounced as women get older, and I think it goes back to what I said yesterday about hitting the wall and wanting to preserve that youth. Valerie, Valerie Bertinelli said it best. She said that in her brain in her mind she's still that young goofy little she's still that young goofy girl that wants to have fun young goofy little girl that wants to have fun that 20 year old that 20 something that was america's sweetheart and i feel like that's a lot that's where a lot of women are in life when they're in their 30s 40s and 50s they still see themselves they still see themselves as a 20 that 20 25 30 year old that just wants to go out that likes to be goofy and likes to go out and have fun and have all this attention. Right. And the cognitive dissonance that comes with having that view of yourself. Right. Because remember, as if you think of yourself as that, as that young goofy person, you think of yourself as that young goofy person with everything that comes with, it looks and all. And, the reality of looking in the mirror when you're 40 and 45, 50, Valerie Bertinelli is 63 and the realization hit her, right? When she looked in the mirror. The cognitive dissonance that comes with the collision of your thought of yourself. I'm talking, I'm talking in the view of modern, talking in the, the the eyes of a modern woman, within the brain of a modern woman. The the cognitive dissonance that comes with the collision of your thought of yourself as this young goofy girl, right? That's still good looking. That still goes out in parties. and have all this, all this male attention versus the reality of the, of the person that's looking back at you in the mirror. When you look in the mirror, you have wrinkles and sagging skin and all these things. And you can't, there's a certain amount of cogni- there's a just there's just noise there's this there's just this thought noise that comes with that comes with the collision of of your self perception versus your reality when those two worlds collide there's a cognitive, there's a deep cognitive dissonance that happens what happens is when they try to alleviate it, and I'll get to the financial piece in a minute but when when you try to alleviate, el- the way they like, try to alleviate that is by wearing. This by increasing the makeup or using the filters in the this is why a lot of older women this is why a lot of middle aged women or women approaching middle age use increasingly use filters in their in their social media. And then when and then failing that, they're gonna start getting Botox injections to kinda erase those lines and then they'll start Using more makeup and then failing that as they get older, then they start going with the then they start going with like the lifts and the tucks and the nips and spending all this money on plastic surgery, not in an effort to get a man all right and this is kind of where I went wrong before and if you hear like an, a sporadic a sporadic buzzing noise, um understand understand something. I dropped my computer. And my cooling fan is slightly off kilter and it's, there's an imbalance there. And so when the fan spins every now and then it imbalances itself. And that's what that buzz is. But, um, and my fans, my computers trying to cool, uh, cool itself right now. And the fans, just like buzzing. It's intermittent buzzing. Anyway, what I was saying is this, Um, again, I'll get to financial piece in a little bit, but just psychologically, psychologically, Women try to make again it's not it's not to try to get a man all these cosmetic procedures, you know, the Brazilian butt lift and the implants and the botox and the nips and tucks and things like that. That's it's not to get a man. And that's that's where I think I went wrong before, is thinking that all of that was in an effort to get a man. It's literally not. According to me, according to what I think. It's literally not. What it is, is trying to alleviate the cognitive dissonance between the way women see themselves as the, that young, goofy, good looking, attention getting 20 year old and what looks back at them in the mirror. I'm, are you getting where I'm? Are you picking up what I'm putting down? It's the only way that a woman can settle her own brain is to make the two things match so it's to make what she thinks about herself versus what she sees in the mirror match so in order to get them get those two things to match they have to do all the makeup they have to do all the filters they have to um they have to get the butt lifts and the breast lifts and the nicks and, and the nips and the tucks why because and i'm not saying that i'm not saying all women do this i'm just saying for the major for a major subset of modern women who are stuck in this mentality of, I'm still young. I'm still that. I'm still that young, goofy girl who likes to go out and have fun. You know who they are because you see them in the club all the time, right? With a with a flock of their friends, and they're all like thirty five, forty. You know, pushing the wall and they're still trying to push up on my, push up on in the club on men trying to get all this attention. And you see them on TikTok. You see them on. You see them on Facebook. You see them on Instagram with all these, with all these you know the pictures that i'm talking about you know the women that i'm talking about you see them all the time these are the women these are the women the, the only fans crew right the only fan is it's really pronounced in the only fans crew like i get it only fans the thing about only fans and let me okay let me go off on this tangent for a little bit and then i'll, I'll kind of bring it back the thing about only fans is this only fans is just like hollywood And I realized this, I realized that OnlyFans sells to women the same, sells to women in the 2020s, the same thing Hollywood sold women in the 1920s and 30s, whereas women would come from, this is so bad to say, but it's true, women would come from all angles, all edges of the U.S. to come to Hollywood and make it big and try to and try to be that next leading lady that next starlet they wanted to be that next greta garbo that next marilyn monroe the next the next um the next vivian lee they wanted to be this right and and very few women very few women actually compared to the number of women that actually came to hollywood looking for this very few women actually made it most of it had to do with looks i would say it's 80 20 looks of talent you didn't really have to have the talent because, again, Hollywood was all about reading, read, remember, recite. Right? That's that's what that's basically what Hollywood is: read, remember, recite. So it doesn't take a whole lot of talent, right? However, you had to have the look. You, you really did. There was a certain look that just dominated that dominated Hollywood. There's just a certain look that drew the crowds. So, again, if you didn't have that look. Some some didn't have the look, but they had to talent. Some, you know. However, most, especially for women, and it was kind of unfair to women. Women had to have the look, and it was kind of a little bit of talent, right? And a lot of women couldn't. A lot of women didn't make the cut. Well, OnlyFans is kind of the same thing. Well, let's get let's finish with Hollywood before we get we get to OnlyFans because there's a dark side. There's a really dark side to this. So let me pull this in closer. There's a really dark side to this. Whereas the women who made it and made it and they became rich and they became fabulous. Think of Joe, think of your Joe Crawfords. Think of, you know, think of all the, think of your Marilyn Monroe's who made, who made it and made a fabulous amount of money as a Hollywood starlet. And again, those are few and far between. Well, what happened to all the other women? See, the, the the tragic story is all the other women who didn't make it. What happened to them? Well, this is why, this is why. Hollywood and Vine became a thing because with all of the women who left their homes in the Midwest and the East Coast to come to to come to Hollywood to make it and they didn't make it, where were they supposed to go? How would they get back home? Because they spent all their money trying to get to Hollywood because traveling was expensive. So they spent all their money trying to get to Hollywood. And by the time they got to Hollywood and realized that they were that their career in Hollywood is absolutely nil. They had no way of getting back home because remember, travel loop, travel that kind of travel was horrendously expensive. Sometimes women spent their life, their life savings trying to do it. Excuse me, um, women spent their life savings trying to do this and just to fail. Well, what happened to them? Well, most of them got into sex work, and sex work again is just like Hollywood is very looks driven, right? So, some women kind of succeeded at sex work, whereas the majority of them didn't. That's just how it is. OnlyFans is kind of the same thing, except for OnlyFans, OnlyFans blends the experience of Hollywood with the experience of sex work. So, no longer do you have to fail in Hollywood to get into sex work. You're on OnlyFans. You're on camera doing sex work, so it fuses the two. problem with OnlyFans is this. Again, whereas sex work and Hollywood are all image driven image driven um industries and only fans blends the two that means only fans is purely an image driven entity and in order to succeed in only fans only fans is more insidious in a way because in order to succeed with only fans you have to have the look yes but instead of you don't need you don't necessarily need talent and on only fans however you do kind of need a name and the bigger names make all the money this is again just like hollywood the bigger names make all the money well how do you get how do you get a bigger name well a you have to have you have to have superstar looks i'm talking about eight nine and ten fashion model like cosmo has to be knocked cosmo will look at you and start knocking on your door right that's one way to make a name for yourself. You just have to be absolutely stunning to where you get attention. Again, you get attention from big names on OnlyFans, right? Or you have to, or, and that's that's very, 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 very rare on OnlyFans. You have those kind of looks and being undiscovered, right? The other way is this. You have to come in with a big name. And a lot of the women who, make, who are making it on OnlyFans now, who are making a lot of money, came in with a big name. All those actresses that joined OnlyFans, right? And they brought their they brought their popularity with them. So they already had the name. So they came to OnlyFans and don't make a lot of money. Now, the other way that you make money on OnlyFans, and it's even more the more insidious way to make it on OnlyFans, just like the more insidious way to make it in Hollywood, is by doing something extreme or not extreme. But you have to be more extreme than the next girl, right? You have to do something that's more way out than the next girl that'll get you more attention than that'll take attention away from the other girl than you. I mean, put it on you. So you have to go you have to go more above and beyond the next girls. So you have girls constantly one upping each other as far as what they are willing to do to get this attention to make this money because it's all about popularity. And popularity to be popular you can't like I keep saying about these profiles and things like that. You have to, you just can't be a penguin in the flock and think that somebody's going to notice you. You have to be a penguin. You have to be the penguin in the red jacket. This is why a lot of women don't get, don't this is why a lot of the women that are on these dating apps are still on these dating apps and go asking for these men because they don't do the, they don't do the research to see what other people are doing. And they're not, and they're not, tailoring their profile to not look like everything else that everybody's doing, so they're just another face in the crowd at that point only fans is kind of the same way On, with only fans they become a they become a face in the crowd and in order to break it out and start making a little more money and a little more money so when you're a face in the crowd you don't make a whole lot of money you just make what the crowd makes and the crowd really doesn't make anything that's why oh that's why most only fans girls have a different job and when the when the different job finds out that especially if it's a job that that's public facing, like teaching or something like that. Something where you have to have somewhat of a moral character in order to in order to have credi- credibility to do the job. When that job finds out you have OnlyFans, you're done. Right? But again, the, the point of that is that you most women have OnlyFans. Have other jobs. It's just, OnlyFans isn't their other job. So when you when you hear women say, "Oh, I make enough money," that like, most of that's cap. But um, again, you have to go above. You have to keep going above and beyond and standing out from the crowd in order to, in order to get enough attention to make that money. Because everybody, when everybody does the same thing, everybody is on the, on on the same level. And this is what you see. This is what you see with a lot of OnlyFans. When when women when women get older and especially if they're on OnlyFans, getting older to the, the 30 40 the 30 40 crew and the wall hits they have to do something to compete with the younger with the younger crew this is what exacerbates this whole mentality of Um, This one's exacerbates the whole mentality of seeing yourself as this young, goofy girl who is still going out and getting attention, because most of the 30- or 40-year-olds on OnlyFans are in that mentality, which is why they're on OnlyFans, right? But when they look in the camera, and they see what they see looking back at them in the camera, and then you see some other girls that are on OnlyFans that are younger and hotter, then... That cognitive dissonance just kind of kicks in because you think you're them, but you're not. But you see that you're not when you look in the camera. And so the cognitive dissonance comes in. And so, again, this is why OnlyFans models spend gobs of money on Botox and butt lifts and and breast implants and things to help them look young so that they can both compete in the market and satisfy that cognitive dissonance. But that directly, directly runs against the iceberg of financial security. Why? Because, the, because resources are finite. When you spend money on looking younger to satisfy a cognitive dissonance and try to keep up, quote unquote, keep up with the Joneses, that money is not being spent investing in something that'll get you a long-term return so that when women now are complaining now that they're 50 and 60 that they are now single and they're looking for a man that has something to bring to the table as far as finance they want men that earn six figures why they want a man that has that has a financial portfolio why or a nice retirement why because they're they want their future to be set but they spent so much money on satisfying their own cognitive dissonance that they screwed their own future. Again, the overwhelming majority majority of women do not have financial portfolios, and they neglect financial portfolios in pursuit of their own self-gratification. It just happens that way. Now, when they're 40 and 50 years old, and now they're looking at, looking, they have this specter of ending their, the the coming dawn, the coming dusk of their lives, right? It's coming. The middle age, middle age now, you realize that your time on OnlyFans is done or your time on your job is almost done. It's almost time to retire. Because you're not going to work forever. That's for darn sure. I mean, some women try. I, and God bless them for trying. I know, you know. I know people, man, and women that work well into their sixties and seventies. And one guy that I used to work with over at Boeing worked into his eighties. He was eighty four when uh, when we parted ways, but um, or eighty four, eighty five, or something like that. So if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. I'm not knocking you for wanting to work well into your seniority. His whole thing was, and the other girl, it was um. It was um Julian and Margie. Margie Margie's thing was, you know, she didn't know what else she would do. You know, she was bored really easily and she likes being she likes having somewhere to clock in, so she's not bored. I got that. So you know, you're gonna do it for as long for as long as you can. You weren't gonna do anything else anyway, so that was that was kinda your thing. Same thing with same thing with Julius. Julian. Julian, um, he he worked because A, retirement for him was boring, and B, he just needed time some time away from his wife, right? So, he comes to work. He he does the work thing for eight hours a day and then goes home. Okay. He was 85. God bless him, right? But those are the exceptions and not the rule. And the rule is, you're going to stop working eventually. Now, the reason why men aren't... The reason why it's not really concerning... It's concerning for some men who don't invest. Got it, right? But... And for me personally, for me personally, it's concerning just because I made some horrible decisions in my life, and I have to come, I have to come to grips with that. Right? So I'm trying to make up for it now, which is cool. But you know, it's too little, it's too, little too late, right? I got to come to grips with that. Cool. But for a lot of men, their their futures are already set because they have their portfolios and things like that. All right, great. But now women are, but well, now women who haven't done that, who haven't done that, who claim that they want to be equal, who claim that they want the same as men, who claim that they want they want the same financial they want the same financial um, opportunities and things like that as men, which is why feminism was launched to begin with, to begin with, right? Yet they still want to glom off of men's portfolios and retirements and things like that, and not set up their own like the feminist movement you would think the feminist movement would encourage them to but i've never 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 as long as i've been studying the feminist movement i've never seen the feminist movement tell women to go and invest their money finance in something financial as a matter of fact the feminist movement is so busy pissing the ass of the marxists and trying to tear down capitalism that they're literally doing women in injustice By not encouraging them to invest in some of these corporations so that they'll have the money that men have when they retire. So, I guess the lesson that I took away in the last 48 hours is this. And again, I said it in yesterday's show. Women, you make your own problems. And you expect men to be there to clean up your problems. And if a man comes along and he cleans up your problem by saying, you know what, I, I like you no matter what, it doesn't matter what financial decisions you made or whatever, you know, I like you and I just want to be with you and yeah, we're going to get married. And then he takes you and he marries you and then you divorce him. Why? Because he doesn't make a, he doesn't make as much money as this next guy or he's not as tall or as Good looking as this next guy, and you crap all over the fact that he was willing to take you, correct all your mistakes, and have you live as if those mistakes never even happened. This so is what you do again. I didn't mean to, t- I didn't mean to for it to take that turn. But well, women, you have to understand that. If... <laughs> And again, I I don't want to turn this into a show about feminism, right? Because again, my but my anti-feminist my anti-feminist roots will always kind of crop up here and there. My anti-feminist roots tell me, and yeah, let me stop leaning against this because I know it's making feedback in the microphone. So I better, I better stop doing it. My anti-feminist roots tell me that. Feminism has failed you in many different ways. It caused you to hate the people, to hate the very people that you have come to depend on. That's number one. Number two, it's causing you to, it's not encouraging you to do the financial work that it would take for you to live a fulfilling life into your later years should you find yourself being single. This is something that Valerie Bertinelli never this is something Valerie Bertinelli didn't realize. That the the ideology that the same ideology that encouraged her to get in front of the camera, right, and and make a successful career in Hollywood, the same movement that did that did not encourage her to secure her future by investing in corporations and investing in certain government structures and investing in banks and all this stuff that make the wheels of capitalism run. So this is where Marxism, this is where we reject Marxism. This is where we, this is where we say that Marxism and universities are churning out, the Marxist universities are churning out an entire generation of people who will die under the, um, I wouldn't say under the boot of the government. However, if corporations start failing left and right because a generation of neo Marxists refuses to invest their money in these corporations, and to because corporations only do better when people invest. Got it. And if nobody's willing to invest because they think corporations, capitalism is evil, the corporations are going to die a slow death, a slow death. And then what? Without corporations, you have oh, an entire generation. It may not be Gen X. It may not be Gen Y. It may not be the Zoomers. It may be after them. But there's going to come a generation of. I don't know how I got on this rant, there's going to come a gen, there's going to come a generation that's going to die under the boot of the government because capitalism is not going to be there to save them. This is just not. And you may say, well, capitalism doesn't save anybody anyway because it's all about corporate fat cats um, and trickle-down economics. And that's literally the most retarded thing I've ever heard in my life. It really is. Because, well, no, I'm not going to even make the show about that. Um, so let me get off that tangent. Well, women understand that again you're making your you're making your own problems and you make your problems worse by a hating on the men who literally have the ability to rescue you from the mistakes that you've made in your life and um and B by not taking the money that you're making and instead of spending it on yourself to alleviate some kind of cognitive dissonance, come to grips with the fact that you are getting older, right? You are no longer that 20, 25, 30 year old. I'm talking about the women who are no longer 20, 25, 30 years old. I'm talking to the 45s and 50s and 55s who are now staring down the barrel of, of um, the end of their careers. Understand that you're not that anymore, and take that money instead of trying to spend it, alleviating a cognitive dissonance. Spend it, spend it on spend it on corporations. No, seriously, do that. Well, you're you're just being a corporate show. Okay, that's fine. But it behooves you to spend the money on a corporation and then have that corporation give you that give you back that money. Well, CEOs make millions of dollars. Shut up. Take your money, buy shares of ownership in that company, because that's exactly what a share is. If you don't understand stocks, I, I suggest you go and learn what they are. Investopedia is a great source. Just, just, just go on the web, go on the internet. Instead of opening Instagram, open up Investopedia and just, and just start reading. Do yourselves that favor. Because there's going to come a time, there's also going to come a time, when men are just going to get, and it's happening, it's starting to happen. I'm looking around the internet, and I'm looking around the internet, and I'm seeing the men who are just done with dating, they they just want to be single now. They just want to enjoy, they just want to enjoy their money, and their retirements, and their investments, and the returns on their investments, and not even worry about rescuing women right now, because they understand that women are becoming nothing more modern women are becoming nothing more than a headache they just want to take and take and take and then when something better comes along they'll leave it they'll they'll ditch you this happens in dating right um a guy take a girl on a date pay for everything and then get a text a couple of days later from the girl saying that they just want to be friends and the guy just feels totally taken advantage of wait i you just took you just you, i spent all my money on you and you just you don't you just want to be friends okay whatever and then and then the other girl he asked to go Dutch immediately gets offended. There's that. But then there's the, also the other women who marry who marry a guy, who marries a guy with money, files for divorce for irreconcilable differences, and then takes half what he has without even earning it. There are those women too. So the question has been raised. What, what benefit is there in marriage for a guy that he doesn't get while he's while he's sing- or while he's just in a relationship and doesn't sign that doesn't sign that paper, doesn't put the ring on the finger. What extra benefit is there in marriage? And nobody's been able to answer that yet. Because there is none. As a matter of fact, marriage has become marriage has been seen ever since the advent of no fault divorce and things like that and, irre- and irreconcilable differences. Marriage has seen been seen as a net liability for men. So you're not going to find a whole lot of men, especially men with money, that are going to want to get married. And if they do, they're going to insist on a prenuptial agreement. Now, How you feel about that is how you feel about that. But just suffice it to say that marriage is going to be a lot harder for women, especially if they want to get with a guy that has any kind of money and any kind of investments and any kind of financial sense, like they say they want. Women, you created this problem yourself. All you had to do is sit. All you had to do was sit back and play ball, but no, you wanted to do things on your own. You wanted to be just like men, and remember what happened when Eve wanted to be when the snake beguiled Eve to try to be like God, right? I'm just saying, there's 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 a parallel there that you really need to pay attention to. Eve created her own problems because she wanted she she. Ultimately wanted to be like God knowing good and evil and she bit the fruit of the tree of knowledge. That's basically what it boils down to. Serpent or not, that's just what happened. Women, you wanted to be like men. So you bit the so you bit of the fruit of the tree of feminism. And now this is your punishment. Now now you realize that you're naked, and now you gotta go and sow fig leaves for yourselves. And now when men come along and say, Wait a minute. Who said you're who, who you independent from men? Did you did you did you eat of the tree of feminism? And now you blame well, Gloria Steinem gave me the apple and I did eat. I mean, gave me gave me the fruit and I ate. Do you understand the parallel there? I don't know if I don't know if you read the uh, I read the Bible passage from you, but maybe I should. Maybe I should, because the parallels there are just striking, right? Man, this is just like a Jesse Rantz day, and again, I really wanted to do these reacts, but I keep going on these rants. Um, But again, the parallels parallels are there, and the parallels are striking. Read the first five chapters of Genesis, just do it, and apply it to modern women and feminism, and listening to these, quote-unquote, female thought leaders who who came in like the serpent and beguiled women. Well now, remember? Oh, I, I think I did. I did, and I told you guys, and I told women that. Um, I told women that because, oh, because they they ate of the because they ate of the fruit. You have to do everything men do now, and it's causing you. It's causing your misery index to go up because you co opted that's right? You co opted the. You co opted the punishment, and I said, and I said, upon the, the Upon the sweat of thy brow, you will eat. Thorns and thistles will the earth produce for produce for thee, until thou return to the earth. For dust thou art, for dust thou art taken, and to dust thou shalt return. And that's exactly what's happening to women. You co opted men's curse, trying to be like men. I don't know how much I don't know how much how much more clearly I can say it. And again. You may believe the you may you may believe in the Bible, you may read the Bible every day, or you may not believe the Bible because you think it's a bunch of fairy tales. But the the parallels are definitely there. You cannot deny them. Are you not eating by the sweat of your brow? Women? This is what being a career woman's all about. Putting in that seventy hours a seventy hours a a week at work just to make ends meet to pay your bills to buy food for the especially nowadays to buy food for the table because everything's so damn expensive you have to you have to spend so much time at work where do you have time to where do you have time to try to form a family you, you you wasted that you squandered that trying to trying to achieve this career trying to be like men and now upon the sweat of your brow you're eating welcome to the welcome to a man's life you you want to be like men well, now, now, you are. Now you got to figure it out. And part of figuring it out is figuring out how to secure your own future. Because men, we men, during the industrial revolution, set up the stock exchanges, set up businesses and corporations, so that so that everybody will be able to part- participate in money making as long as they're willing to, as long as they're willing to fund the cause. Women haven't picked that up yet. Women still think that men are there to rescue them. Guess what? We're not. Why? Because you've co-opted men. You co-opted the men's curse. Now you got to kind of deal with it. Now I get it. There are some men that'll bury women, regardless. Understood. But as time goes on, you see that dwindling and dwindling and dwindling. And it all started. It'll, it, the problems all started with that cognitive dissonance that you still think you're that same goofy little girl that wants to go out and have fun. And so you spend your best years trying to be that. And then once your best years are all spent and you're looking in the mirror and you're realizing that 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 young, good-looking, goofy girl that just wants to go out and have fun and get all this attention ain't so young anymore. It ain't so it ain't so good-looking anymore and doesn't get all the attention anymore. And so... In your brain you still think that, but in the mirror you're not. So you kinda kinda make the you gotta kinda marry the two. You gotta kinda make one match the other. So what do you do? Instead of adjusting your thought process, which would be the, the, the easy thing and the bright thing to do, well you just spend your money on more makeup because it's easy. You use the filters because it's easy, and you start getting bow ties because it's easy. You know, all I have to do is to spend a little money. You know, it doesn't take, like, anything serious, heavy, any emotional heavy lifting, like introspection. Because introspection is tough. I went through it. It's really hard. It's, it would have been just easier to pay some money and just have the thing done, right? That's what you, this is what a lot of women do. Just pay the money, have the thing done. Boom, it matches. But what's the problem with that? It's all temporary. It's all in vanity. Anything done in vanity is temporary. And as and as you get older, and you have to go to more and more extremes, and you have to spend more and more money, and that's more money taken away from securing your own future, to where you're like Valerie Bertinelli, you're 63 years old, you realize that you're living life single, and you'll probably die. Of, you'll probably die a lonely existence not a lonely existence you may have friends or whatever but the but the reality is that you're not gonna have anybody you're not gonna have anybody when you die and again the implications of that especially when you have cats the cats need to be fed and the cats ain't fed and your body is there the implications of that are just horrible especially for the people that do ultimately find do the welfare check welfare check on you and find you I hate to be, I hate to end the show on that note. So I won't, I'm not going to. I'm going to talk about some other things. And this is the longest but but first ever. But, um, I don't know. I felt like I needed to talk about that. And I felt like I needed to put out what I learned about, about women, about modern women, and why modern women are, are the way they are. They are where they are in life. Because even with, because the, the weirdest thing to me was the fact that you have these successful women who went far in their career, but they're living average lives after they leave the workforce. They live these average lives. And I'm like, you know, they don't, they don't go traveling anymore, which is, why, which is why on their profiles they say they like traveling, but they haven't traveled in a while. Or some of them say, they, well, I traveled the world and I would like to do it again. Well, why aren't you? Why? Because you don't have the money to do it now that you left work. <clears throat> Excuse me. You you um you're not you don't have the money to do it now that you left work. You don't have the money to do a lot of what you want to do. And I put it together I put I kind of put the words together just by reading all these profiles. It's like you really want there are just certain things you want to do, but you can't because you don't have the money to do it. And now you're looking for somebody who can help provide you that lifestyle. But when I look in your when I look in your basic information, you have a degree, right? A bachelor's, a master's, some of you have PhDs. And that's another thing I'm gonna address what you get your degrees in, because what you get your degrees in absolutely matter. It's not the fact that you have a degree. A lot of women have degrees just to say they have a degree, but they're not making money off of it. That's 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 another thing I'm going to address. But a lot of these women they have degrees and they have seventy, 000, eighty thousand dollar jobs. And they're living the life when they're doing it. They're they're going and they're traveling and they're they're again they're being that young, goofy girl that wants to, you know, there being that young, goofy, good-looking girl that wants to go out and see things and get all this attention and do all this stuff. But what happens when you're forty-five and fifty, and you kind of you kind of burnt out on the job, and so you're like, "I'm done with this. I guess I'll take my, I guess I'll take what little retirement I have." But what else do you have to secure your own future? Now you're looking for a man to help you secure your future. You're on these dating sites. You're asking for men that have money, a men that have, have something to bring to the table. Why? Hey, Simp Steve Harvey, what happened to women bringing a table to the table? Why is it that when women, you, you can talk about women bring, bringing a table to the table when they're 30. Why can't you say anything about it when they're 50 and 60? Why aren't those women bringing tables to the table? why because when they're 30s when they're in their 30s into their 40s they're spending money on traveling they're spending money on all these things and not investing and then when they hit their 40s now they're spending money on trying to look like they like they see themselves in their 20s and they're still not investing so by the time they're in their 50s they don't have a table to bring to the table and this is one thing that I hear that I heard when he was alive Kevin Samuels always tell women and he tries to beat the point into women over and over and over again that you are going to you are most likely going to lose everything. You're going to lose that house. You're going to lose that car. And who are you? Or do you have anybody you can live with when you're older? And a lot of women he talks to, they he gets around to ask you the question: Have you even thought thought that far ahead? And the majority, I'd say eighty to ninety percent of them, say no, they haven't thought that far ahead. Like I, I, and it's something that it, it was always something that boggled my mind. Like you have you have this job, and you have this money coming in. How is it that you not you're not investing? Now I get it. Some a lot of a lot of people were taught about investing. I know I wasn't. Well, I was taught about investing. Let me let me um let me back that up. I was taught about investing. I just wasn't encouraged to invest. We learned one of the things that I learned in elementary school going into junior high school. We learned about how we learned about how business entities work and what it is to own a share of own a share of ownership of a business. We were taught the basics of stocks and stock ownership. When I um, skip over junior high school, I did three years of junior high school. When I got into high school, we did something called a ticker called the ticker tape rally. And the ticker tape rally was a competition. And Again, I was too mired in my own foolishness to even follow up on this. And again, my fault. And I have to live with my decisions. Got it. The take your tape rally in high school. And I wish more high schools would do this. You did a. It was a competition, and the teacher set up a prize, usually paid for by them. We picked this. We went to the newspapers, right? And we picked a company. We looked. We looked at the the, the business pages. Right, the business page where all the stocks and stuff are lifted and all the stock quotes and stock quotes and stock prices of the markets. And we look at and we had to study we had to study the stock performances and choose a business that we think will do well. And whoever made the most, we 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 I think our budget was like a thousand dollars or something like that. We had to take a thousand dollars and spread it around how we saw fit. Right. Some people took their thousand dollars and put it into one. Some people spread it into spread, even some even amounts into different companies, or some even spread uneven amounts, depending. Right. The point of it was that whoever made the most money at the end of two weeks won this prize. So it really took it really took a lot of studying of business and reading and things like that in order to know at what point. At what point to go in, at what point to come out? Now, if the teacher knew th- about things like options and calls and puts and things like that, the game would have been a whole lot more rich and a whole lot more deep. Okay, got that. It was just, it was just a thing, right? But it really drove home how important how important investment is in your in securing your future. And I wish that would come back in schools we we really need that because marxism is not doing this country or these generations any any um any any justice and women you're ruining your own legacy i'm just saying this right now you're ruining your own legacy and you're ruining you're ruining your, your prospects of being happy both romantically and financially because you'll always have this specter of of being broke in your old age hanging over your head and with that worry constantly hanging over your head how are you going to be happy both with yourself or with anybody else so that's what i wanted to ask so i'm sorry i didn't god I'm, i i was i didn't i want i really wanted to do some reacts but again when when I thought about this on a deeper level, when I thought about the Valerie Bernelli thing on a deeper level, I felt like I had to talk about it. And, okay, the rant took almost an hour. That was an almost an hour long, but first. But um, I really felt like that message needed to be communicated. I feel like that somebody needed to hear that message. And if the one person that needed to hear that message hears that message and it resonates with them and it helps them to change their life, then great. This show would have served its purpose. But, um but my whole point is, I just want to see people thrive both um romantically and financially, because in this capitalist society, romance and finance go hand in hand, and I mean you can see that all through pop culture. There are songs and shows and movies that just that are just dedicated to that fact. So let's get on the ball and let's start securing our own futures because again. If we're gonna bring a table to the table, if you, if women, if you're gonna bring a table to the table, like Steve Harvey and all these other simps are saying, then do it. Don't be Moneyball and and be like, well, if you're bringing a table to the table, then why aren't you bringing tables to the table? Like, you know, if he's a good hitter, why isn't he hitting good? Well, if you're good, if you're a good earner, then why aren't you earning good? I mean you understand you understand the paradox of that. If you're not earn if you're a good earner, why aren't you earning good? If your wife if your wife material, and this is another thing I want to talk about, if your wife material, then why aren't you wife material? This is a this is one thing that I always hear saying I'm wife material. Well if your wife material then why aren't you wife? If you're a wife, then why aren't you a wife? I maybe see. Thanks for listening. I gotta I gotta go because I got things I gotta do. You can catch me on social media, uh, Facebook, um, Jesse.Ramsey.76 or something like that. Um, that's my personal page. My public page is Jesse Ramsey ABC, and the show's page is ABC Podcast on Block Talk Radio. So you can search any of those and catch me. Um, and drop a like by my page if you do go. Um, I know I've neglected to post my shows on my pages, and... I better get start getting on the ball because that's a bad business move. Not even not like I'm in business or anything. I'm not, but still, it's still bad. It's still bad juju. So I'm gonna start posting my shows on my my pages again. I'm also on Parler and MeWe and X and all these other things. Just and True Social. That's where I usually am, either Facebook or True Social. And I'm on TikTok too. Jesse Ramsey on TikTok, um, and um. Jesse Ramsey, ABC on YouTube. I don't have the YouTube videos up, so there's that. But usually you'll catch me on True Social and Facebook. That's the two main places where you'll catch me. My show, this show, airs daily from 11 to 12 a.m. Pacific time from 4 to 6 p.m. on Saturdays. So all times are Pacific. 4 to 6 p.m. Saturdays, daily Monday through Friday, 11 to 12. So catch me and my rants. Uh, bookmark the page. If you're on block talk radio and also you can catch me on Apple podcasts. So that's it. Um, I'm ABC. Thanks for listening. I'll be back tomorrow. I'm out. Peace. Remember, your future is what you make of it. Go out and make the dating world a better place. Please. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil.